Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's great wisdom. Good morning, high achieving preneurs. I hope you're having a great day. Let's go ahead and jump right in. So the last time we were together, we talked about miracles and the fact that uh, miracles are primarily in four categories. Miracles over nature, miracles of healing, miracles over demonic powers, and miracles of supply and, uh, and provision. And Jesus performed many miracles, some in the presence of his disciples, some were recorded, and some were not. In fact, John 20, verse 21, verse 25 says, Jesus performed many miracles, many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. Jesus did many other things as well. And if every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. And so we also discovered that miracles are defined as wonders, wonderful things, an event contrary, excuse me, an event or effect contrary to the established course of things or deviation from the known laws of nature, supernatural events that contradict known scientific law. And not only were miracles a part of Jesus' ministry, they were also a part of Moses' ministry, Elijah, Elisha, and they were primarily served to confirm their message as being from God according to Hebrews 2, 3, verse 4. So today we're talking about signs and wonders. And we know that our God is a God of signs and wonders. In fact, Psalms 136, 4 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. He's the creator and sustainer of it all, and he has the power to suspend natural laws in order to fulfill his purpose and his agenda. And so in the previous episode, I did say that miracles are still being performed today. But many miracles or many people seek to experience miraculous miracles and signs and wonders to great lengths to have that experience. They, they, they will go to great lengths to have that experience. And in my study, I found that Scripture gives at least five reasons that people will seek signs and wonders. So one reason that some people will seek signs and wonders is because they want confirmation of the truth of God. So they seek after signs and wonders, and God willingly for example, gave Moses signs in Exodus 4, verse 1 through 9. We're not going to read all of that. And Gideon, um, he also, you know, um, willingly gave signs to Gideon in Judges 6, 11 through 22 to confirm his word. And there's nothing inherently wrong with this desire. In fact, miracles can aid a person coming to faith. As in John 2, verse 23, it says many people saw the miraculous signs that he was doing and believed in his name. 
However, there comes a time when there's been enough miracles performed and it's time to simply exercise faith. And we see an example of that in Exodus 4, verse 14, when Moses was hesitant to obey God after a series of miracles at the burning bush. And the scripture says the Lord's anger burned. God wants us to believe without seeing a miracle. When Jesus visited the Samaritans, it says in John 4 and 41, because of his words, many became believers. And then just a few verses later, Jesus rebukes the uh, Galatians because unlike the Samaritans, the people of Galilee, I said Galatians, Galilean, sorry, uh, but because unlike the Samaritans, the people of Galilee required signs and wonders in John 4, 48. It says, unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, you will never believe. And so a lot of people seek signs and wonders because they want confirmation of the truth of God. And then another reason some people seek after signs and wonders is because of their unbelief about the signs and wonders. They have this unbelief about signs and wonders, and that's already been performed. And so we see in Matthew 12, 38 and 39, we see where the Pharisees came to Jesus wanting to see other signs. We want to see another sign and another sign. When in fact, Jesus had already been performing miracles for quite some time. But Jesus responded, an evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. And again, this was not because there was something wrong with the desire to see signs and wonders, but Jesus knew their heart. And they were, their hearts were hardened toward the truth, and they refused to believe the signs and wonders that they had all that he had already performed. In fact, Psalm seventy-eight and thirty-two says, "In spite of his wonders, they did not believe." Now, why did Jesus refer to the, to this gener, that generation as adulterers? Well, they were not satisfied with the miracles that Jesus was doing. So they left the true worship of God in exchange for a man-made set of rules and traditions. And spiritual adultery is what they were committing. And it's basically having an unfaithfulness to God and undue and having an undue fondness for the things of the world. Okay? So, and then the next reason, we're on reason number three, some want an occasional excuse for their unbelief. There were people in Jesus' day who tested him. They tested him by seeking a sign, right? And we see that in Matthew 16, verse 1, and then Luke 11, verse 16. And since they specified that the sign be from heaven, they most likely wanted something spectacular, similar to Elijah's calling down fire from the sky, and you'll see that in First Kings, verse uh, excuse me, First Kings eighteen verse thirty eight, or Isaiah causing the sun to reverse course in Isaiah thirty eight and eight, probably because their test was designed to be something from their perspective, something too big for Jesus to accomplish. So they hoped 
that he would attempt it and fail in his attempt. And then number four, we have the curious thrill seekers. Some people have no, no real desire to know the truth of Christ, so they seek after signs and wonders because they're just curious thrill seekers and they want to see something sensational or spectacular like the crowds in John 6, verse 2, and King Herod in Luke 23, verse 8. And lastly, some just want to get something for themselves. Some people seek after signs and wonders because they hope to get something for themselves. It's for selfish reasons. After Jesus fed the multitudes, a large crowd followed him to the other side of Galilee. And but because Jesus saw their true motivation and rebuked it, he said, I tell you the truth. You are looking for me not because you saw miraculous signs and wonders or signs, but because you, you ate the loaves and had your fill. So they didn't really have a desire to know Christ or even see more miracles. They just wanted to get their belly full, right? So all I'm trying to say is why not Start taking God at his word. And I know it's been overcomplicated, but simple faith is more pleasing to the Lord than relying on dazzling sensory experiences. In fact, John 20, verse 29, Jesus told him, it says, Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen yet have believed. And like the old folks would say, Lord, if you don't do anything else, you've already done enough. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope you've been encouraged. That is always our prayer. Remember to go to wisdominspired.net where you can find the links to the other platforms, listen to previous episodes, subscribe, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community and how you can benefit from the resources, then send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back here on the line next time, same time, same place, same place. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.